podcast, Tap the Instagram. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And you can find our podcast Instagram at Happy N Single. Today is episode 74. And the topic is something along the lines of Is a specific routine important to achieve my goals? Now, this is actually a question from, from one of our listeners. And they were also the one that had suggested one of the past ones that I'd done about changing habits. And so some of the thoughts that have been coming to my mind in regarding to this is yes and no. We get, we get into this place where we think we have to do everything perfectly in order to achieve our goals, and that's just not the case. Now, while, while a routine and while showing up and playing the game that you want to play is important, it's not as important to be as perfect as people think it is. So I have certain things that I do every single day there was a total of seven that I, I set these New Year's resolutions. And I've done them every day since the first of the year. Now, I also want to point out how I've had flexibility in each of those things. So one of my goals, for example, is to write my book. Now, some days I have a fairly busy schedule. And some days stuff comes up and I may have to spend a lot of time driving or I may have other things that I have to get done and I don't have time to sit down and write the book. Well, what I do in those cases is I just spend that same amount of time, which is, you know, if you guys follow me on Instagram, is generally 21 minutes. And I spend 21 minutes listening to a book about reading. And there's times that even just doing that, I've gotten exactly what I've needed. You know, it's interesting because one of the things I've really noticed lately is how guided we are. Um, currently, I'm in what's called the Easter Pageant in Mesa, Arizona. It's this amazing production. And if you're listening to this on the day that it's released, we'll still have it for an entire other week. So if you live anywhere near Mesa, Arizona, it's a fantastic production. And I portray one of the Roman soldiers. And it's, you know, just, it's an in story about Christ. And there's like 400 people in this cast. But we were at a meeting the other day and one of the directors was asking, was telling us stuff. And, you know, people were asking different questions. And he kind of like half, like half jokingly just kept saying, follow the spirit, follow the spirit. That would be my advice for everything. Not even almost everything. That would be my advice for everything. So how does that relate to our goals? Well, for example, I, or, and especially to our specific routines, my, my general routine that I like to do is recording this podcast on Thursday. However, I've started recording audiobooks and I felt like I needed to 
finished getting the book I recorded, As a Man Thinketh, which soon enough I'll put a link on my website that you guys can go on Amazon and buy that if you want. But people have told me this for a long time. It's like, hey, Joseph, you have the perfect voice to audiobooks. And I'm finally like, okay, let's just go try one. And so I did. And so I felt like yesterday I, that was more important to get done. Now, the old Joseph, and I know you guys probably don't understand this, but especially years ago, I was so in my head about everything. I, I would have had a really hard time just saying, oh, well, I'm being guided to do this other thing, but no. I mean, almost similar to Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory, but probably not to that extent. You know, not necessarily to the extent of driving everyone else crazy, just to the extent of driving myself crazy. Well, what's interesting about yesterday is I was guided so perfectly. And once, you know, even before I'd finished, it was like, okay, you're going to go to, there's a website called Fiverr where you can get people to do stuff for you for really, really inexpensively. And... And I found one guy on there that wasn't willing to go through and edit all of my stuff, edit my entire audiobook. I even asked him, I was like, hey, give me a number. Like, what, what number, how much would you charge to do this? And he's like, I'm not doing that. Which, you know, I thought it was cool that he, he had his boundaries and stuff. But then I found this other guy that he was willing to do exactly what I wanted. I sent it to him and he already had it back to me within, I'm, I'm recording this, yeah. So anyways, like less, less than 24 hours later, he had it back to me. Something that would have taken me a long time to do. And so every, and, and my big goal this week was to have that book published. Now, once I, you know, once I have it in my uh, possession and have designed the cover and such, you know, I have no idea how long it's going to actually take to get some of that stuff done. But my point is saying, if I would not have allowed myself to be guided, I may have had the podcast done, but there might have been something that was more important. This podcast has to, has to, has to be done by one, you know, it's like 1 a.m. in the morning Arizona time on by Sunday morning, just because I have international listeners and I like releasing it at a time that they can listen to it on Sunday because I know that's a day that a lot of people have. And there's a lot of people that have shared with me how much peace they feel listening to this podcast, which is amazing. And so I find that we're so hard on ourselves. We're so hard on ourselves in our routines even. We're guided to... It's very similar to if you were on a freeway and you're like, no, my, my, uh, my destination is, um, we'll use, you know, Phoenix is about 20 minutes for me without traffic. So we'll use that as an example. It's like, no, my destination is on the freeway. I, I got, that's the fastest way to get there. I just got to keep going. Well, what Heavenly Father understands and what he shares with us through the Spirit is, oh, there's a faster way to go. There's going to be traffic. There's going to be something. Or there's some other really cool stuff that I need you to do along the way that's going to, that's going to propel you even more. But we don't leave ourselves open to guidance. There's a great quote by the music producer Quincy Jones. 
And he said, no matter how tight the music is, you still have to leave space for God. And it's the same way for each of us. Like we start second guessing everything. I mean, even as I'm speaking today a little bit, I'm paying attention to the way I'm speaking just because I noticed in you know some of my recordings that there was a lot of what they call mouth noise, which are just like these annoying clicks and such that generally I have a program that basically takes all that out. But now that I've heard a few of them on the audiobook that I did, you know, you start just second guessing yourself. And I think the same thing happens when we start getting into too rigid of a routine for our goals. We forget what the goal is that we're going after. The purpose of this podcast is really to help people find happiness in whatever station of life they're in, especially being single. Well, what if by recording that book, that's going to serve an even greater purpose? I don't know how it all works. And you know the funny thingy? We try to figure it out. It's like generally during the day, I will, I'll spend time recording an album. I'll spend time recording songs or learning songs or you know, coming up with new songs. Well, it was interesting because I, I had a client on the other day and he, he shared how he was on the happy and single call that I host on Mondays. And he shared with me how he felt peace about going forward in a direction, but he just couldn't get his head around that direction. And what I shared with him was, hey, like once you get peace, just go with it. Well, what's funny is it's amazing how many times I do stuff like this and then I'm talking with my coach. And so I was talking with uh, Michael Neal a a couple of days ago and I shared with him, we were talking about how to have more fun in writing my album. And what I realized is I had some thinking about it because I write during the quote unquote workday and I'm working on music. And even in that moment, I remembered that conversation that I'd had with that other individual. And I just felt peace. Now, I felt peace about including that in my daily routine. Now, I also have flexibility in my routines. Like, I I would prefer to write music for at least 50 minutes. And sometimes when, you know, push comes to shove, I don't have that. But at the very least, I want to write 21 minutes a day. I know you guys might get sick of hearing that number, but so it was my favorite number. Well, it is my favorite number. There was a time when I felt the world was kind of my oyster, you know, as, as many people in my faith might when they get back from their church mission. Well, and I think sometimes, like, we actually have so much time on our hands, depending on, and, and you, might, you might be in a different situation, but my experience is quite a few people have a lot more time on their hands than they think. And, and one of the Im- impressions that I just had, it might have even been last night, was, so I'm, I'm in this Easter pageant, it takes probably at least three or four hours a night. Now that same time, I would usually spend time 
probably, I don't know, watching TV, playing video games, not doing anything terribly productive. And the impression came to me last night, like I could use this time, those hours each night, and really get engaged on a new project. I, I want to come back to one of the things that I was saying before, though. This specific routine. I must get my things done by a certain time. I must get the podcast done by Sunday morning. Um, like I said, it's like 1 a.m. So I, I usually have it done, I mean, by Saturday or Friday or Thursday even. So I must get that done. And by the end of each night, I must, I must get my seven things done. But there's something about flexibility. I mean, even like last night, when we're at pageant, we just kind of sit there in the back quietly. And I just felt I needed to pull, pull out my book and because um, I've you know, got Word, Microsoft Word on my phone and start working on it. And I did that and I got a lot done, which was really nice because when I got home, I was able to not have to do that. But it also opened up a really cool conversation with the person next to me. We have no idea why we're being guided to do what we're doing. But the quickest way is just to do it. You know, we, we scare ourselves with, I don't know, just, we, we think we have to have a perfect routine, but that's just our thinking. You know, I talk about the, these crazy leprechaun thoughts and I talk about the adversary. And a lot of times when we get off track, even just slightly, he's there to remind us. He's there to remind us of, oh my goodness, I can't believe you did that. You know, last night, I, when I was leaving the pageant, one of my, one of my friends, it was her birthday and, and, you know, and she invited me to have some cheesecake. And my first reaction was no. You know, I got, I've got to be super good. And then I decided to have cheesecake. And guys, it was delicious. It was so, so delicious. It was so worth it. And yep, when I woke up this morning, I'd, I, I, jumped up, I jumped up a bit in weight. And I was okay with that. Now, my normal diet consists of, because I have this goal to get to 185 pounds. But truthfully, what I set that goal for is to basically look very similar to Matthew McConaughey within a year. It, it doesn't change my life that much by being in incredible shape. It just, I mean, it feels better. And like, I'm not, I'm not in terrible shape. I'm, you know, around, around 195-ish right now. And I want to be at 185. But I'm taking, I'm taking the scenic route. You know, generally I have a lot of protein shakes and peanut butter and oatmeal. And I don't mind it. I really enjoy it. And then this morning when I got home from basketball, I really, really just wanted to eat eggs. I haven't made scrambled eggs in quite some time. But I just really wanted eggs, so I had eggs. If we let ourselves have a little bit more permission in our lives, we would be so much better off.
Because you know what happens? And I feel like this is really what this individual was pointing to in his question. We have discouraging thoughts come to our mind when we don't feel like we're doing what we said we were going to do. You can do what you're going to say. You can do what you say you're going to do or not say or not do what you say you're going to do. But the worst is to ever sit there and beat ourselves up. That, that, that's a lose-lose-lose situation. Every one of you really are doing the best you know how, given your thinking in the moment. You don't have to be perfect to get your goals. I, I love the example of a baseball player. An excellent baseball player hits 300. That means 7 out of 10 times they strike out. Well, when you get off your path of your routine, if it's what you still want, get back on. I mean, there are certain routines that are, as I said before, just... There's seven things I do every single day, except there's a few I don't do on Sundays. But that was the plan from the beginning. And I just keep a little bookmark in my planner and, and next to each of them on the, I flip the page and move the little insert that I have and just put X's. I think the other thing to remember is when we're living a guided life, we may, invi- we may be invited to you know, have to shift our routine a little bit. You know, and sometimes we try to do so, so, so much. It's, you know, it's interesting. I, we have Easter pageant going on, and every day before Easter pageant, I'd go hit the gym. And, and, I, and I was probably showing up a, a tiny bit late at times to Easter pageant. And then it was interesting because there was a, I, you know, somebody put something on the stage where it hadn't been before and we walk around a lot in the dark. And so we just trust that nothing's going to be there. And I happened to trip on this thing and, and fell and I actually, I, I bruised my ribs. Like I carry around this steel dagger. It's part of my costume. It's not sharp. And I fell so hard into one of the stands that holds one of the thieves crosses it actually bruised my ribs i've never i've never had that before i i'm not mad at the individual i mean the interesting thing is it doesn't matter why it happened it's just a simple matter of what can i learn from this i'm not saying it was heavenly father saying joseph you're going too fast maybe it was i don't know but it has caused me to slow down because I don't know if you guys have ever bruised your ribs, but you can't, you can't do that much. You just can't. And so my, my routine of going to the gym, like I was going pretty much six days a week, you know, isn't happening. And that wasn't one of my seven things, but, and so I've used that time to just, 
you know, not have to rush so much. I mean, I was rushing to work out. I was rushing back. And who knows? It might have it might have saved and prevented me from something else. We, we never know that stuff. All we can take is what we what we can. But what if we stop being so hard on ourselves? You know, there's this great story of this, you know, this uh, this leader is visiting this prime minister, and he walks in, and you know, they're having a conversation, and a person comes in. And they're yelling and they're screaming and they're going crazy. And the prime minister simply says, would you kindly remember rule number six? And the man instantly change, you know, changes himself and goes out. And then another person comes in and they're, they're going crazy. And he says, would you, would you kindly remember rule number six? And then a third person comes and the exact same thing happens. And the visiting leader says, my good sir, you have to tell me, what is this rule number six? And he says, don't take yourself so gosh darn seriously. And then he asks, what are the other rules? He says, there aren't any. We start making our goals about ourselves. We start saying, oh, if only I was in this shape, this would happen. If only I was this, this would happen. No. When you start saying things like that, all you're doing is you're seeing an edge of your reality. You're seeing the edge of a glass house that you don't feel you can go through. And if you keep seeing those edges, seriously, come, come join us on, on Monday mornings. You know, we have a wonderful time and we can start exploring some of those edges of your glass house because they're keeping you boxed into the life that you're in. What if you didn't have anything on your goals? What if they were just a game that you showed up and played, but without anything on it? I mean, this morning I went and played basketball and and honestly, like it, it did, it, it actually still hurt pretty bad playing, but I, I still needed some form of exercise. And, you know, the guy I was guarding was, was super nice and, you know, played a lot, lot more relaxed. I mean, normally I play pretty intense and, but when you, when I can't, you know, go down low and, and, uh, you know, just battle and stuff like it's, it's a different game. You know, and he was super cool. And the interesting thing, the entire game, I really just didn't care if I won or lost. Because I just knew, like, I, I knew in the current situation I'm in, I couldn't play full out. I, it, just, it just hurt too bad. I mean, it hurt even just to run up and down the court. But especially if I started attacking the basket or anything like that, it did. It hurt. And so I just... I pretty much ran from three-point line to three-point line and just, you know, jacking up three-pointers. And most of them today didn't go in. And I really didn't care. What if you could play your game, whatever goal you're working on, whether that's getting in shape, losing weight, without so much of the weight of your thinking on it? As I'm thinking about this specific person that asked this question, You know, I see discouragement in them. 
I see them, better yet, I see them getting discouraged when they keep slipping up. Have you guys, have you guys ever tried to ice skate? If you haven't, go try. And prepare yourself to fall a lot. You know, and the funny thing even, so I've, I've played ice hockey for quite some time. I've played at least for 10 years and I love, love, love ice hockey. Now, when I first learned hockey, I did. I slipped and fell a ton. And then one day I finally decided that, oh, I was just going to practice learning how to stop. Like learning the hockey stop where they cut, they are sliding sideways through the ice and stopping. And I just practiced over and over and over, but I fell plenty, guys. Like I fell a ton. I even had padded hockey pants, thank goodness, because the ice, the ice is hard. <laughs> the ice is really hard. And it's funny because we went, went back when back over uh Christmas break and stuff when I was hanging out with my nieces and nephews we went ice skating and they had rental skates now I know you guys have probably like seen the movie where they joke about how bad rental skates are they are horrible they are just awful 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 and I and I couldn't skate near as well as I could otherwise like sometimes we're gonna we're gonna have our game. I mean, some days I, I I can you know make threes from pretty far back. And today I was missing everything by just barely. Just barely missing everything. Oh well. Some days you're gonna be on top of your game, and other days you're not. Some days I have a ton of energy to work out, and other days I don't. But just showing up and giving your best is all, that, all that's asked of us. I feel like this episode has just kind of gone you know, just all over the place a little bit. So I, I want to come back to this specific routine. It's important to do the things that you say you're going to do, but not necessarily at the exact time you say you're going to do them. I mean, if there's, so the podcast is a weekly thing, the, a lot of my goals are daily things. So it doesn't matter what time during the day they get done as long as they get done, you know, and, and being flexible with ourselves and, and just so you guys know, like I've been years ago, I was in the best shape of my life, like eight years ago and I was just jacked. And I was more insecure than I'd ever been in my life. Because even more people were looking at me. And if I thought I was insecure before then, I was definitely insecure after then. There's a quote that just came to my mind that says, Never be discouraged. If I were sunk in the lowest pits of Nova Scotia, with the Rocky Mountains piled on me, I would hang on, exercise faith, and keep up good courage, and I would come out on top. And that's by a, an early pr prophet of ours named Joseph Smith. And I love that quote. Because when we start 
when we don't see immediate results, we start slipping. But that's just how it works. When you plant a seed, you can't expect it to grow the next day. I mean, I took five months off last year of working out. And pretty much because I I thought I was going to be in a place that I was in for only a month and it wasn't worth getting a gym membership or so I thought. And I ended up, you know, being there for a lot longer. Well, when I started working out again, like I was, I was going back and having to build all that muscle that I lost. And there's a part of that that could be discouraging. But I just, I just love, I love the feeling of growth. When your muscles hurt after a workout, that is growth. And, and so coming back to like allowing ourselves to have a specific routine, absolutely. But also leave room for God. You know, as Quincy Jones said, leave room for him to guide you in the ways that he can, because you might think you're like, oh man, this is going to get me, you know, this car is going to get me to New York City super fast. And God might see a faster way and say, well, actually, I've got you this private plane over here. Hop in. So what is our job when it comes to our routine? Show up and play the game that you want to. Whether that's doing it each day, whether that's doing it each week, you know, so in, in this case, I know this individual is trying to get themselves in shape. I would say, I, I would invite them to do at least five minutes of exercise each day. Because when we're exercising each day, even for five minutes, that just gets, a, that gets us started. And then we don't want to stop. The hardest part about most goals is we have so much thinking about why we want to do them and what's going to happen if we do them instead of just showing up and, and playing with nothing on our mind. You know, me lifting a bar at the gym without any weights on it is going to be much easier. So we don't have to put all the thinking of our mind. Like there's not, there's no strength that's going to come from that. In my experience, it's as if each of us have goals that we feel are insurmountable. And we feel like we can't overcome them. And we lose hope and stop even trying. But you've just found a thousand ways it won't work out, as Thomas Edison did. I've had some of my goals for so many years. I haven't been 185 pounds since 2014. And I tried one of those crash diets. I was there for a day. And then I I rebounded so hard. Whereas now I'm just taking the scenic route. I mean, I've, I've used the, the punishment type systems with clients 
not only, I mean, they worked for a second. One of them worked for a second. But after that, like, the person shot back up so fast. It's not sustainable. Our goals happen by small and simple steps. And when you start, like, once again, you've just found a thousand ways that it doesn't work. I, I do good with some sort of a routine. So, for example, I know this sounds crazy, but for years I thought I was such an amazing coach that if you build it, they will come. So people would just find me, and, and that wasn't the case. Well, recently it finally occurred to me, oh, it may be helpful to have a schedule. And so I shifted to having a schedule. And on that schedule, you know, a lot of my group calls or training or other things are in the mornings and a lot of my client stuff's in the afternoon. Well, now it's even morphing a little bit more. It's like I have my schedule, but if I'm guided to do something else, I'm going to do it. And that's okay. I think so often our resistance to our routine is generally when we're actually being guided to do something else. I mean, with the gym, I, I do have a general routine. Like I, I eat dinner and then I go to the gym. So I, mean, I do have a little bit of a routine there. I wake up you know, generally about 5.45 or earlier in the morning and go play ball and, or you know, work on something else. I'm, I'm definitely a morning person. Now, there's some nights if I get to bed super, super late that I'm, I might sleep until seven. And it's okay. There's a great quote in hockey that I love. And they say, you can lose a game and still make the playoffs. But if you keep losing too many games in a row, you're not making the playoffs. So whatever goal it is you're going after, if you're just showing up each day and doing a little bit better than you did the day before, you're improving. Now about um, eight months ago, I started learning Sweet Child of Mine on guitar. Now if any of you guys play guitar, you know how incredibly challenging sweet child of mine is to play on the guitar. Well, I'm eight months in. I've generally practiced roughly 21 minutes a day, and I'm still about three quarters of the way through. It takes me almost a month to learn like a five or 10, probably about a 10 or 15 second part of a solo because it's just that hard. It's just that challenging. Now, could I put more time in and get there faster? Yeah, I could. But I find we've got to be so much easier on ourselves. Show up or don't show up, but don't beat yourself up. That doesn't work. What, you know, my question goes to you, like, what is the routine? 
that you truly feel guided to be living right now that you're not living? What are the things that you've been told and guided to do? I mean, for me, probably for a good, at least a month, I had tried and tried to record this as a man thinketh and just hadn't got it done. And now it's pretty much done. Well, that's where I was guided and I kept being pulled other directions because it's like, no, I've got to make sales calls or I've got to do something else. No. When you are guided by the Spirit, listen. One of the things that I tell my clients is there is always one single ace. Actually, this was... This was what's striking me at this moment, and it's kind of funny. Years ago, when I did empowerment coaching, you know, specifically focused on goals, not so much about, you know, trusting yourself and, you know, following the center wisdom and following the spirit, um, I, would, I would tell clients if I invited them to do something, their trump card, their ace in the hole was if God told them not to. Or if the spirit told them not to, they didn't have to. Well, that's our ace in the hole all the time, guys. I mean, could you imagine if you, I don't know if you guys play cards, but I, I do enjoy sometimes playing Texas Hold'em, even though I haven't for years, but I, I do enjoy it. And could you imagine just having an entire sleeve full of aces? The spirit is an entire sleeve full of aces. More so than you could ever imagine. And I even told one of my potential new clients just a few days ago that our only job is to get rid of the interference that is jumbling up the line between us and God, which is the Spirit and which does speak wisdom to us. That's our only job. Because the more we get rid of that static, it's kind of like if you call somebody on a cell phone and they pick up and you're like, ah, we have a bad connection. Call me back. I don't know why that works, but somehow that works. Always trust the inner voice. That still small voice inside of each of you that keeps whispering to what to you what to do and we keep telling it no i think i shared this story before but i was working on my book a few weeks ago and i specifically prayed to heavenly father for help on this section and i'd I'd struggled with this section for a long time i just couldn't figure out how to get the character to do what he needed to do and it came you know as i as i counseled with heavenly father about it even just in a few moments I mean, it might have even just been a minute. And it came and I said, no, that's not it. And then Heavenly Father kindly said, Joseph, this is it. Just use it. I'm like, oh, okay. Every one of you, you have that guidance occurring to you, but you have so much thinking in your heads about all the things that you think you have to do. Let go of your thinking and let God. Kind of like that, that old saying, let go and let God. Let go of your thinking 
and let God. That's where the magic happens. So I want to invite you to not just have a simple routine. Like, absolutely, have your routine. You can have your schedule. But when you feel guided to do something, do it immediately. And you may achieve those goals a lot faster than some of the routines you've been using before. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.